We are the ultimate bad review. Roll camera. Camera rolling. Roll sound. South speed. You look in the camera and Runa take, you're dead. Marcus! Action! You know Quentin Tarantino? I love his movies. I fucking hate Forrest Gump. There's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Take back the screen! The Directors Guild of America will bring down its swift sword of justice on you, rank amateurs. The enormity of their stupidity is just overwhelming. I can't believe I almost died. That was insane. Literally. All that you had to do was change a light bulb. I, I, I mean, I know that there are problems with this house. Yeah. This was rental, and I should call my landlord, and I should, in theory, get him to fix these problems. Yeah. But I just don't. I leave them be. And uh, this one was very scary. This one's scared. It still genuinely is. Like, yeah, but it's, it's terrifying like, right now. There's still like a live like, wire that almost hanging. electrocuted you. Uh-huh. I remember just watching your, like, you going airborne from yeah. touching, like, the light bulb touching the wire in yeah. the ceiling. Yep. And I was just like, oh my god, Matt, my best friend just died in front of me. That's insane. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. This is the Dude, worst thing that's ever happened. One of the scariest things. My back was turned. I just here. saw a bright light, and then I turned around, and I'm like, oh my god. And then I just hear like a shattering light bulb. I drop to the floor, and I start convulsing. No, 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 no that, that, that didn't happen at all. Um, I just got scared, spooked. I dropped the light bulb. It shattered. Uh, but that was because we had to move rooms. Uh, so guys, we hopefully we welcome to the offices. new studio. Yeah, well, yeah, welcome, welcome to the new studio. Better maybe. I think it sounds well, no, like, honestly better. Noise. In here. I yeah, think it, there, I know, there's for sure less quieter. background. Yeah, it's yeah. way quieter in this room, which is super nice. Yeah, move over last podcast on the left. There's a move new podcast over. studio in town. <laughs> no, right. Get out of here! Oh my goodness. Anyways, this is the Shot in the Chaser, where we make Joey, our friend here, watch something that will make him sick, and then in turn we watch something enjoyable. Uh, this week, uh, we had Irreversible uh, as the shot, and then we had Marriage Story as the Chaser, uh, and I totally skipped it, but I'm Nick. I'm Matt. And I'm Joey. Uh, <laughs> nailed it. Here. Leave it that way. I, I want people to know. Dude, have you guys seen Bullet Train this week? Yes. 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 Oh my god. Dude. Oh my god. Yeah. I am like upset with myself for how much I fucking it's loved so Bullet Train. Good. But I feel like You're I spent the whole yeah because I spent the whole last episode being like, "The Gray Man is a bullshit movie. Yeah. Fuck movies like this." And then Bullet Train comes out, which is just <laughs> like, like a more well made for literally less than half the budget, mind you, action movie. Like, yeah. True. With a a way more star-studded cast. I mean, you just yeah, like, holy everyone hell, everyone you know is just in this movie all of a sudden. And it's you're true. happy when you see it's it. True. You're happy when you see it. Yeah, it's a good movie, and I am surprised at you. I'm surprised at you about about you about your opinion of this movie because from what I'm understanding, you don't feel the same way, Mister Gray Man's a pretty good movie. Yep. Gray Man, there it is. Yeah, I like to laugh at mm. movies that don't necessarily want me to laugh at them. <laughs> Bullet Train wants me to laugh with it. I rarely laughed with it. How? Like, I just oh, don't man, think so that's funny. not my Someone didn't style watch... of humor. It's just not. Man, Joey, were you a big Thomas the Tank Engine fan when you were I growing? Was, so I was, was I. Yeah. So as soon as he pulled yeah. out that sticker pad, I'm, I'm, I'm in this like empty theater with Molly, and I like leaned over and I'm like, I had that sticker pad. I, <laughs> that. I, I love that. that. And when he was like, "You're a diesel," I was like. Fuck yeah, that person but is a real that. son of a Dude, bitch. Diesel, I, I only saw select episodes of it. I wasn't raised on it, yeah, but Diesel was always scary. 
Really? He, he was definitely. He, he, was he like scared intense, me as well bro. too. Yeah. He was, he was intense. intense. He was intense. I, I loved it. It made me like genuinely want to go home and just watch Thomas the Tank Engine. But mm-hmm. then it's gonna like show up that I watched that, and then HBO is gonna be like because you watched Thomas the Tank yeah. Engine, and then show me something hey, fucking awful. <laughs> so. Really? Dude, just like a whole plethora of, of kids shows and Blues Clues and yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't, want, I don't want, I don't want my streaming services yeah. getting any ideas. What's next? Blues Clues season yeah. eleven. Oh hell yeah, that's not. Well, no, that's not a Steve season. I don't want that. No, 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 no. no. But, I forget his name. The the new dude or whatever. I know it was Steve like, and then Joe and Joe, I don't know. Who, I don't like know who came after. I was so excited yeah. to have uh, the guy that he replaced him with be the same name as me. And I, I was, I, I remember used to be, I was so excited because I was like, I could be that. Oh, I was like, oh, this could be me one day. You could do that, Joe. You could, could be on Blue's Clues. Yeah, I loved it. I honestly, like, I'm in, like, the weird group where I think I almost loved Joe more than Steve. Get Which lost. I know, and, and it's only because of his name. He was not Dude. a better host of Blue's Clues. What's in the name? Fine God. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I was like, this guy, me and him connect. We have the same name. That's it. I love uh, Steve though. Steve, yeah, no, I obviously, of course, here. Steve, Steve Purity, dope. right here. Yeah, I like him. I like yeah. Steve. He's like the OG. Yeah, of course. But yeah, so I, I didn't go back and rewatch Thomas the Tank Engine, but I don't understand what you're saying really at all. Yeah. Like oh this God, was, it's dude. not even like that. Even if you don't think it's funny, you have to admit that it is a well shot, well made movie. And for someone who yeah. loves Taoism so much, that movie is so in your face about about accepting and being and yeah. being okay with everything that's true. being the way it is. I almost feel like that's why he didn't like it because they were almost picking on him. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, 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 is uh, like almost like they're like joking. Me. It's like it's the joke that he no. is this it, into that. That is so funny. It like validated so my feelings that, on it because I yeah. love that. I, I love that Taoism. Kind of, I read yeah, a lot yeah. about Taoism. I, pra- it's, I it's do, do my best to practice Taoism on a daily basis. Yeah. I read the right. Tao Te Ching. Right. But, exactly. But no, that I could definitely get, I could get that vibe of just like, this movie isn't trying to make me laugh at it. It's trying <laughs> to make me realize that it's laughing at me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah in a way, yeah, exactly. I guess. In that, in that sense of it all. I, I can't... get that. I get that. I didn't really see it that way, but that is a, 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 a good way to look at it. Um, I, sure I just thought that there were like some performances that stuck out stuck out more than than others. I thought that um, the the it, it just came across as Deadpool two, which is not surprising because that's the guy who made Deadpool two. So like so Deadpool two, I don't really think of that movie a whole lot. No, it's not a good movie. Deadpool is not good, but this yeah. was like this was fun. Like yeah. this was now it it was definitely better than Deadpool two. I'm not saying it was equal. I'm but was it better it than Gray Man? Yeah, it was definitely more watchable that is than, not what than you Gray said. Man. You were you were so back and forth on that. What first, is this? Yeah, I know. On the first night when I saw it, I had a super hot take where I said that I liked Gray Man more than Bullet Train. I know. And upon the first watch, like, the reason no, being is because Gray Man <laughs> has these crazy moments that make no sense, and I think it's so funny how how the Russo brothers have so much power to make like bad movies, and they and and they make so much money. They make so much money. You may on enjoy it, but like it's not. It's arguably like just not a better movie. No, I'm laughing at. I also like that you're like this. I, so, I'm, just I'm watching the Gray Man, and it's something crazy. And yeah. what the hell was Bullet Train to you? <laughs> like, well, Bullet was... Train is like 
just it it's it's the same thing. It's like it's like a mainstream action movie that was made by the Except guy the who made Deadpool. The plot is too. so much better. Like the, the writer, plot's way heavier. Writing, the yeah, acting, no, everything sure. about it. I, I agree. Love I agree. I think I think it was. It and was I fucking great. hate Joey King. I thought. I thought <laughs> yeah. movie. Dude, dude, listen, Bullet Train, way better cinematography for sure. Yeah, way for better. Sure. It's better shots. Yeah, you, it's you better writing. It's it's better performances. It's got a star-studded cast. I mean, Gray Man does too, but it but like Bullet Train uses it way better. I think it's like on the cusp of being something that's great. I think it's perfectly good though. Like I think I think it's totally fine. I would rewatch it even if someone was like, "I want to watch a fun action movie that's on a train." I would immediately think about <laughs> Bullet Train. I, I would immediately yeah, I'd yeah be like, fuck you, Train to Busan. Train. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but, like, I mean, there like, are so many action movies real, on a train. I haven't seen a lot of them. Like it, it, it's it's one of the only ones I've seen. Because I bet you can't guess how it ends. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Every time. Eventually, every, the train's gotta stop. Yeah, <laughs> every time. But that, but that's fine. Like yeah. you know, I. I'm not here to like overly shit on it. I don't think it needs to be shit on at all. I thought I yeah. thought it was totally fun. I yeah, thought that awesome. Brad Pitt was awesome. I yeah. you know Joey mm-hmm. and Nick. You know my um. I don't want to say hatred because I I don't hate her and I don't want to hate anyone. But um, Sandra Bullock. Don't know why. Don't like. Her. She's in that movie for approximately seventy three seconds. I know, thank yeah. God. <laughs> thank God. No, it is no, a no. two hour and three minute movie. Joey told Joey like let me know a couple days before we saw it that she was in it, and I was like, because oh I had no God. idea until We're a couple about, days before. I had like, no idea until the movie until like she showed movie. up. I was like, oh shit, that's Sandra Bullock. Yeah, like I yeah. saw like a trailer within her with her in it, and I'm like. What like oh my I, that made me a little upset like I I was like oh this movie's gonna be so dumb <laughs> I I immediately thought that and I, I don't know why I, I think it's fair like to say it. that the pod didn't like Bird Box <laughs> <laughs> yeah right Dude, I, I, like the blind side I just like did not Hate want a Sandra Bullock Brad Pitt movie on a train. No, like, no, action no, no, no. movie on a train, and it wasn't that at all. No, not at all. No, which yeah, like, I feel, like, like, in all honesty, Brad Pitt in. is bare, Brad Pitt is like a very is like only like twenty five percent of this movie. They, they really like the, all of the marketing was Brad Pitt. Yeah, and then and then which like he is why. such a small part, and I, the, this movie actually I think I did a great job of hiding what it was a really lot. About. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it really did split the movie up. I thought. Fairly equally, yeah. Between uh, yeah. its its characters, the only thing that rubbed me wrong, like more than all the rest, was just how some of the cliches were 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 played out. You know, some of the cliches I liked because their explanation was it's fate. Like that's just yeah. the way fate is. You know, kind of like how the train crashes and it shows Brad Pitt and he's obviously going to survive and he's like flying slow motion through the wreckage and he hits that was fun. Just the right yeah. way. Yeah, I like that stuff. I, I love it. Yeah. Like, I love whenever it goes over the top. But whenever it's like Tangerine thinks Lemon dies and we're supposed to feel for that for that death, even you though they're... Did not you like didn't that. feel for that? They're, no. Yeah, and, they, and I they don't are get the comedic that. characters. I just don't... They, we, are we, comedic we characters not enough, allowed to have bonds? We weren't yeah. given enough time to, to, to bond with them as an audience. Maybe. Are you kidding me? I, I, love I disagree. If, oh, in no. any movie where two comedic, where a comedic duo loses the other person, it's always like a big bummer. That's a. I get that. I think it's just a stereotype. It's it's, it's, it's played out a lot. That's all. Yeah, but it's also such a good like I don't know. They have such a good like chemistry together and such a good oh, like archetype. You know, I lo- like like that's the thing is that I. Even though that's a dig from me, I loved Tangerine and I liked, I mean, I love both of them, Tangerine yeah. and Lemon. 
It's a yeah. great duo, and I thought that they were funny, and I thought that that it worked yeah, really well together. But I thought it would like I kind of wish that the movie just would have stayed on that like badass level where like Tangerine dies and Lemons just like he gets like so mad and then starts going ba and then and then like the last shot of him is maybe like damn I'm gonna miss him because I feel like that would give me more time to bond with like damn dude he fought for him and he overcame the trial and now yeah. he has like time to grieve because it's like the adrenaline's gone and shit like that i just like whenever moments like that are more like pushed to the end or at least just developed more you know like you know if the if the whole movie was about tangerine and lemon one die them dying in the middle one of them dying in the middle would yeah. have been totally totally I, okay i also like the the character that uh i think it's lemon who stays alive at the end of it yeah yeah ends up, i mean yeah. spoiler alert we, we, we even kind of spoiled this whole thing yeah, but, sorry. Really, but it's not really it's a, i i mean <laughs> I, that, i'm just saying like he i was actually really sad when he died i, I was it really, really it it, real. it hurt and then like, because and i was not really sad for uh him i was ha- sad for his uh, I wasn't sad for his brother. I was more sad for him that he was dead because I loved him as a character. Yeah. And I wanted. I was like, man, Dude. he was so much fun. I'm like, oh, we're done with him already. And then obviously and then we're not, not done yeah, with not, him. But and that I, I got which, but, know, but, excited. So I was glad yeah. that they kept him alive. I'm, right. And and you and then honestly, when his brother dies at the end, like you really feel for this character. Yeah, for I both of them at the I end get of this. That. Yeah, I get where you guys are coming from for sure, yeah. and I and I do think that it was a good play on the cliche, like kind of like thinking yeah. that that one was dead, letting us grieve with that character, and then flipping the script, and then Lemon didn't actually die, and then yeah. he gets the grief for Tangerine. So like I I, I get that, I totally understand. Where you coming from? It's a good movie. Th- yeah, it's a good movie. It, it's it's definitely better than The Gray Man. I I can definitely rest All assured right. on that. I think just whenever I, whenever I had that hot glad hot we take, got that out of the way. <laughs> whenever I I had that that super hot take, it was because um, you know I, I I just came right out of the theater and I was just thinking about everything and honestly like right after The Gray Man, I think it was because I had such low 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 expectations for The Gray Man and it and it like just surpassed them to where I was like. Oh my God! Wow, this is this is like way better than what I thought it was gonna be. But I'm making fun of it. But like Bullet Train was like, yeah, this is exactly what I was expecting from this. Movie. It's just exactly nah. Where, see, where, you where, gotta where. go in the right way. I went in thinking like this is gonna be a dumb shit movie. I like this that. is gonna be stupid. I'm, I'm good, dude. Like yeah, that. if I if I went in that way, I probably would have left agreeing with you guys. But but I went in. I don't know why. Just expecting more from it. I yeah. thought for some reason it was gonna be on the level of John Wick, but like a little bit more fun. And like a little bit more, it was like that's so much. Almost what I'd describe it as for me. It's like a goofy it, ass John, John Wick. Wick's more, it really... more singular in its vision. I think it's a little bit more like one dude. Man, that was so defensive. Yeah. <laughs> I love John Wick. The, the, the defense went right up. No, I, I sorry, I didn't mean to to, to, I, to start an argument or anything <laughs> on the movies, but I did. I Listen like, here, fuckface. John, Wick. John no. Wick is great. I do really like John Wick. I know personally. You showed me John Wick, dude. I love. I love. I love Johnny Baby. And I, John Wick, I, I think it's funny that you even think that because this movie is definitely just one, it's one movie, it's beginning to end and it ends and it ends in a good position. John Wick right. is still going and, it, yeah, and it's, it's like real. one of those. Right. There was literally a trailer for John Wick 4 right before we got into, the, right before the movie started when, when we went. Yeah. And I was like, come the fuck on. Yeah, I'm like ready. I'm they already it. killed your fucking dog. Move yeah, the fuck I'm on. Ready. But now they're trying to kill the world. I don't know. Who fucking cares? <laughs> and, the, and, their, and their big hook on this is that they got um, 
Oh my god, what is his name? Uh, it's Lawrence Fishburne, I think. Hold it. Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, the guy from John Wick Four. Okay, okay. Lawrence Fishburne. Yes. Yeah, okay. I just want to make sure I was spell- I was I was saying that right. Lawrence oh, Fishburne good. is is in it. Yeah. So of course Keanu Reeves and Lawrence Fishburne. They're like, now you have to see it. It's a yeah. Matrix reunion in a John Wick universe. Dude, yeah. Mat- the new Matrix was cheeks. This is not yeah, gonna make me want to see your fourth see, fucking. Yeah, the problem is that, like we're going to see it. Like I'm going. I'm to watch definitely John gonna Wick watch four. John Wick Four. Yeah. I'm I totally like. Going. It's just because you guys, it's just it's just enough they, like beautiful choreography for me to, to be invested every time. Yeah, like it's I don't, too I don't much. Care about just watching the, uh, like Keanu Reeves fight people for it's two fun. hours yeah, is, it's, is fun it's great. It's, it's too great. much at this point. I like the first one. The, the second one's one, great. The second one was okay, yeah, and I never saw the okay. third one. Third and one's get, uh, third, third one's okay. Morpheus or whatever his name is, right? What? I think he's in it. Yeah, he's like a pigeon keeper or something. Yeah, I think he's like a guns dealer, as they all are. But yeah, dude. I mean, John Wick is one thing. What would happen if uh, Gaspar Noé made an action movie? I think you might get the first forty-five minutes of Irreversible. Oh my god! <laughs> Seriously, in a way, in a way, dude. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Wow. Before we dive into this, I'm gonna be that guy. I'm gonna be mega cool. I'm gonna be what Zoomers would call um, based or or whatever they're saying these days straight fire i don't really know straight fire um you know cool um gonna put a trigger warning right at the top of this just because irreversible does deal with some pretty heavy-handed material uh so most people are most people may not want to hear about stuff like this i get it but yeah so if you don't want to hear about irreversible skip on ahead I'm not going to tell you what minute. I'll leave that up to fate. If you learn anything from our review of Bullet Train, yes, yeah. fate has already decided yeah. when you're going to move forward to this podcast. Fate. Holy fuck. Okay. Irreversible. This was one of my favorite movies of all time. I was super stoked to get it to the table, get yeah. it here on the on the pod. It's finally here, amen. Uh, so, for those that do not know, Irreversible is uh, an early Gaspar Noé movie, an incredibly controversial release uh, from Gaspar Noé. Um, about it is a story that is told backwards, uh, uh, detailing the brutal beating and rape of, um, uh, what's his name? I think it's Marcus. Marcus's yeah. girlfriend. Yeah, Marcus's girlfriend, uh, played by Monica Belushi, and it starts at the end where they're finding the guy that did it and working its way backwards. In the middle of the movie is the assault, and then the rest of the movie is the is the events leading up yeah. to the assault, and it is one of the most haunting movies I've ever seen in my life. It is one of the most heart-pounding movies I've ever seen in my life. Um, this was, I think, the second Gaspar Noé movie I saw. Because I, I, we saw Climax together. Yep. Great movie. And then, like, a week later, we had everybody over. Because this is such a good group movie watch. We oh, had it. it's so it, fun. It was like me. Yeah, it was me, you, Hannah, Nick, Which and is Sam. not a fun group. Yes, like, it is. And we're all watching Irreversible for the first time together. I remember getting... Wait, so dude. you watched the whole movie. Oh, we skipped. Okay. We skipped. Uh, yeah, I already dude, knew it was in there. Dude, I, the moment uh, it started with, with yeah, the I don't credits, know how anybody I knew we were getting the whole into something. Thing. <laughs> dude, I knew we were getting into something special the moment that the credits started barrel rolling yeah. On, the, yeah. on the screen. I was like, wow, this is a... Uh, Had you seen any gas away before this? Oh man, climax! climax yeah, because this is my, my second Gaspar Noé movie. I think first being Lux Eterna. Now, yeah. now the question is, Nick, you and I watched I Stand Alone. Did we watch I Stand Alone before this movie? Because I think we may have. I think we watched it. 
Because I think I this think, is I almost think like a. I think you might be right because I. Well, I don't know because I know we 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 rented Irreversible, but we had to physically buy. I had to physically buy a physically copy of buy, I Stand Alone because yeah. it wasn't and streaming anywhere. That. Yeah, and you, and, let, and you let me borrow it because I watched it by myself. Yeah, I can't remember when I watched. Yeah. Either way, I mean, like I was just curious because Irreversible starts or. You could say the story ends, but the movie starts with a character from another one of Gaspar Noé's movies called I Stand Alone. And that's just a very interesting tie-in to his Which he does like, with all universe. of his movies. Yeah, it's very strange. It, he plays no role in that movie at all. Yeah, no, he's the, the butcher from I Stand Alone is the guy at the very beginning of Irreversible talking about sleeping with his daughter. Yep. Um, and... That's how the, the I Stand Alone, spoiler alert, that's how I Stand Alone ends. Like, this whole movie is leading up to him, like, going to murder his daughter. And in the end, like, he ends up, like, falling in love with her. And she's, like, de- she's, like, a destroyed human. She's already, he's already ruined his, her life by the time they they get to that point. And so, that, and so the movie ends with them, like, quote-unquote living happily ever after in Paris. And then right. Irreversible picks up with him in that tiny, shitty apartment just being, like, I went to jail... Yep. I slept with my daughter, blah, 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 blah. I just, that's, like, all I think about now. Yeah. Yeah. And then it cuts into the movie itself. Yep. Yeah. The, the, the epic that is irreversible. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I had gotten recommended this the the first time. Um, I'm actually, you know what? I just realized I'm lying. Irreversible was the third Gaspar Noé movie because, side tangent, I accidentally watched Love because oh. I thought it was Judd Apatow's TV show, and then it, <laughs> what? And, <laughs> and then it like fucking was wasn't. Not, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but not. I kept thinking to myself, like, man, Judd Apatow's really making some crazy moves these days. Man, I, he's I guess really Netflix. Going for that, for the have wall. you seen that show since then? The Judd Apatow show? Yeah, yeah I watched the whole thing. I yeah, I enjoyed it, yeah, but it's a uh, it's it like not Gaspar Noé. No, no, no. But I watched that whole thing waiting for something. It's like it's it's got some like really touching <laughs> moments, but. There's also so many things that you see that you're like, man, I really wish I would stop seeing this. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that was my first taste, and then this climax, and then irreversible. Judd yeah, Judd Apatow really let go on the Netflix budget. Yeah. Um, but so I was I, I was recommended this movie by the guy that that helps me with my shorts, um, and he was I had sent him like some some shots that I had done from um Fever Queen one of my one of my earlier shorts and he was like have you ever heard of Gaspar Noé and I was like I don't know who the hell that is never heard of that guy and he was like your cinematography is a lot like it you should check it out and he recommended that I watch I Stand Alone and Irreversible and I had at that point I had seen Climax had no idea that it was Gaspar Noé and Love had no idea it was Gaspar Noé and I was like oh it's this son of a bitch and like, Judd Apatow guy yeah, right the Judd Apatow poser the insane fight I got into with my girlfriend that night because she's like watching it like she's like this seems like horrifying and I was like no no it's Judd Apatow the guy that freaks and geeks I assure you this, assure this you, at some so point fine. will stop being disgusting. <laughs> It uh it doesn't. <laughs> it never does. <laughs> but we um. Oh my god! I literally can't even imagine. Like god they're like damn. so polar opposite. Oh yeah. <laughs> like it's not even. I've never. Even, I, I just little I know about Gaspar in a way, and the two movies I know is so different than. Oh yeah. That's so crazy. So we yeah we got the whole gang together for like a family Watch movie night, and we watched Irreversible. Molly was out of town. 
And so we're all sitting on that my couch. It almost makes it worse, probably. It did, because now I'm the... I'm the I'm <laughs> now the, you're watching this with a bunch of... With a bunch of couples. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And I the my favorite part of the movie is, like, right at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. I have it tattooed on my leg at this point. Thank oh, you. Man. Thank you, Hannah. <laughs> Thank you, Hannah. And... Wait, what do you have tattooed? I've got the, the fire extinguisher. No way. Yeah. That is from... That's from Irreversible, yeah. You never made that connection Oh, I've never seen now. the movie until... <laughs> yeah. No, it was... Yeah, there's a scene early on in the movie where a guy gets his head caved in with a fire extinguisher, but, but the camera, like, locks on to the fire extinguisher so that it's always center frame, and it's so crazy, and the music's blaring loud, oh, and like the, the 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 color scheme is really unnerving. It's so red, and like it takes a minute for this guy to get killed by the fire extinguisher. Oh. And I remember I looked over. I'm like sitting on the other end of the couch, and I look over, and Sam is Sam and Nick are both like looking away, and I was like, "Are you guys good?" And they were like, "This has been going on for like a while now." And I was like, oh, "It no. is not." And I looked it up, and I was like, "Man, this hat. This is like." two minutes of yeah. someone getting their he- head caved in with a fire extinguisher but and he's still breathing at the end of it yeah also if that if they were already like oh that's a little too much <laughs> i'm nervous for what they thought later yeah oh yeah seriously <laughs> like if that was too much that that was a little too much for me i almost skipped through that myself and i did it. man right come i on. watched it i watched a little too much already but <laughs> i yeah it it was brutal it, it is. It first, is so insane. It's a brutal scene. I would say the first half intense. is very brutal. Yeah. And then you get through that scene, and then it's like, it's almost like a Judd Apatow movie. Yeah. Literally. See? That, it's literally, it does change into that. It, it does. It's such a, like, a beautiful movie, and it's it very, uh, I don't know, it's like happy almost, but you know it's not happy because it's yeah. backwards. Yeah, it's weird. It's just like the... The quiet beginnings of what a normal movie would be like. Yeah, like which is worse. But imagine if you saw that movie in cano- like in yeah. in like the the canonical order. Like I right. feel like that would be so- like if I was sitting there watching this movie about like this couple that like yeah. they're happy together. They just found out they're having a baby, and they're going out to like ha- go to some parties with some friends. And then halfway through this like Judd Apatow movie. Someone gets violently assaulted. Violently. And then, and then the movie is just like, all right, let's give these guys some coke and let's just make them do the worst things imaginable to avenge this, to avenge uh, yep. their girl, the girlfriend. Yeah, this woman. And then they do. But is that because every time I've watched The Irreversible, we don't know who that is. Oh, guys. Every time that they smash yeah. the head in. I know the, who it is. What are you talking about? Who is it? Oh, no. Should I spoil it on the pod? This yeah, because movie? because yeah, seriously, I don't, I don't, know, I don't know, know who it is. Okay, when he I, I, walks in, when yep. when Vincent Castle walks into the back room there, and he's asking the guy, "Are you the Tenya, the guy that has his shirt open?" Yeah, that's the that's the Tenya. That's the guy. That's oh, the guy. Shoot. That's the guy that assaults Alex, and he's doing coke with the guy next to him, yep. and because the guy next to him walks away. He thinks he's the Tenya. He thinks that he's the Tenya. So he doesn't kill the rapist. He kills the friend. Oh, which man. makes that movie so much more like, oh, fuck. Yeah, like, it doesn't yeah. even it do- but that's, that's, that's why the camera, like, when he's done, the camera cuts up to the one guy, like, smiling over it. Like, that's him. That's the guy. The Tenya, yeah. And I, I think that personally even though movies like this are so bleak and so hopeless i love whenever filmmakers are fearless in their attempts of showing just how bleak human existence can get because it can get 
fucking bleak. And this yeah. movie is not for the weary. Once again, like, you know, we're talking about touchy subjects. If you guys are inclined to watch this movie, this is kind of like a sallow where it's like, be prepared to watch something intense. And we, and we even recommend skipping over scenes to watch it. Um, Nine minutes and 42 seconds of, this, of one scene you should skip. Yeah. yeah. Everything else you'll, I think you can handle, and, but... And you'll yeah. know. Seriously. Yeah, there's Trust nothing me, nothing but know. warnings. Yeah. yeah. Nothing but warnings whenever you Poor see Joe. it coming. But yeah. I think that even when you skip it, you know, just you make your judgments about us however however you will. I think that, that you're still able to walk away with, with the picture of what Gaspar is trying to get at, which is, once again, just how bleak and how powerless certain people are to the wicked like, yeah like the people who want to take advantage of those uh for no reason at all i think i think gaspar loves creating chaos for simply no reason at all you watch climax the girl spikes the punch no reason just spikes the punch you watch mm-hmm. i stand alone the guy wants to kill his daughter but now he wants to have sex with her why mm, no reason no at reason all. doesn't matter he, he doesn't care you watch lux Eterna. why does this set devolve into chaos Mm, there's no particular reason it just does there's so many reasons why things go wrong in his movies that like there's no way to actually pinpoint a singular driven yeah, purpose yeah. behind his movies they're all so complex and just ever-changing i love them it's, it's, it's great and it's really interesting seeing like the development from like movies like i stand alone and irreversible to like what he does now like you like lux Eterna is like pretty new but like vortex mm-hmm. came out like right oh, after that vortex and vortex is, is a completely different beat i don't know yes. how I, I don't know how you'd feel about it. it's super slow and not disturbing oh wow it's a very it's a it's a judd apatow movie really i I, w- I would love to see it though because i i really do love gaspar noe's cinematography you I can rent it now i think it's on oh, on amazon dude honestly i might buy it because joe do you remember watching Lux Eterna, and you were yeah. like, I love the split cameras, but it, like, I know I'm not supposed to understand what both scenes are saying yeah, yeah. because they're, like, talking over each other. Vortex is one side is almost completely silent 99% of the time, and then the other side speaks. So so uh, you have, you know, pan, you know very, very long takes on this side dude, with, with, with little to I no dialogue. It. Yeah. It's great. It's so, it's so were, good. I mean, Lux Eterna, they were talking over it, but like, you knew. You knew like, it was the mo- to The movie you. knows you can't read English exactly. and, and saying one thing and then listen to it saying another. Yeah. Like, your brain is just not out It's getting mind. jumbled. He it's knows so that. chaotic. Yeah. yeah. He knows that. Yeah. But in Vortex, he doesn't, he doesn't purposefully do that. He lets you follow the story. Yeah. Digest everything yeah, as it digest comes. digest it. And like... That's why I'm excited for the future for Gaspar because he's not just making things like the past. He's he's making new and exciting things, and yet it still is Gaspar in a way. And I don't know. People think that he's like turning a new leaf and becoming less chaotic. I don't necessarily agree so yeah. because of because of things like Lux Eterna. I think that he might just be looking at different things, and I'm super stoked for the future for him. He said that he got sober like right like for like after or like when he was sh- shooting Vortex. He got like a he had like oh. a he got like super sick. That's and a, so he he like got sober. He's like he's apparently fine now. But that was a that was a crazy. But that could dude, that <laughs> every time like your art and in, in a so much probably in a better your, way. Yeah, honestly. your worldview. Yeah, your 
everything. He said, because he said when they were, because he's, he's the one that films Irreversible. He's behind the yeah. camera. And he said that he did cocaine for the first time when they were shooting that. Wow. And he's like, he's like, he's like, it's just me, like, in that club running through hallways with a camera, <laughs> just, like, geeking the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, which makes that opening sequence so much cooler. Like... Right. Because it comes off wow. so perfectly executed, that. I feel like that's actually really kind of. I cool, feel like though. that's that's In the weird that's way. the difference between like an, an amateur and I think a master is like a master can can take drugs and can still make like amazing stuff. Yeah, the the amateur has trouble keeping a grip on yeah. on his on his talents because because the master had so that. much more time. Yeah, you know, just practicing and practicing and practicing that. And that's the thing that I loved so much about Lux Eterna is like irreversible is is the start to a lot of techniques I think used in Lux Eterna and Vortex yeah. and, and, and a lot of movies later on. Um, I just love how he has such control over whenever things spin. It doesn't come across as like gimmicky. It comes across as articulated and calculated. Almost like John Carpenter walking through the fucking house in Halloween with that with that body mount with yeah. the, for the for the camera. Yeah. It looks like it's on a track, but he's just carrying it. Gaspar yeah. knows how to somehow spin the camera while he's holding it. I don't know what And type be on of rig. cocaine. Yeah, yeah. He knows how to do that for some reason. But now he can do it whether he, he's sober or you not, think the it's crazy. Spins were like technical, and he planned them out. Well, I think I think he I was think, just high and spinning the camera, and he looked at it and was yes, like, right. Oh, this, this looks kind of cool. This yeah. looks sick. Probably, probably that. Probably, but I'm saying you can't spin a camera with your hands without without it being shaky. So like sure. somehow he had pre-planned to like create a rig to yeah. make that thing spin and that's, as, that's definitely... as, as smoothly as it did because it looks like it's on a gimbal. And you can see right. that in all his work. I don't know do how that? he does it. It really does. How did you like do it? that? It's very smooth. Yeah, it's, it's just crazy. Like, I love it. I love it so much. And I love the uh, transitions. The uh, transitions kind of remind me of like Birdman or yeah. The Revenant or, you know, I mean, The Revenant, you know, love it or hate it. I think that that whole... When 1917 kind of does the same thing. It looks like it's all shot. Yeah, because yeah, every sequence is one one climax. Shot. You know, he does it in climax as well. He makes everything look like it's shot in one take. And I mm-hmm. love whenever movies do it well. Gaspar, I think, is a master at it because a lot of people put like a car will go by and then it will cut. But like Gaspar does it a little bit more experimentally, especially in Irreversible. He'll, yeah, he'll like shift the camera to like a corner of the room and then the corner of the room is in darkness and since it's in darkness he can cut to a different shot oh yeah like and it works outside now and it's like whoa that was so cool (laughs) it works it worked did you know that there's a scene of him jerking off in that movie no oh it's it's the dude who's just like like standing there just like looking straight at the camera because it's the one shot in in that club that looks a little weird figure you're like man the lighting is different so here. strange. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and the dude did have a mustache, and he yeah. was like bald. Yeah. He looked just like Gaspar. It was like apparently a thing where like in Paris, like the the like the gay nightclub community was like upset that he was making this movie because they were like, "You're portraying us as like disgusting, vile monsters." And so he was like, what "Okay." Did he, what did he say to that? What he, did, he said nothing? he's like, "Okay." Got loud and clear, so he filmed himself in one of those wow. clubs jerking off, so he could be like, "Can't get mad at me now. I'm in here too. Now I'm de- now I'm shown as a deplorable human being, oh, in wow. their there mind. So like it like there, he there he flipped go. it on its side. And it was crazy. Like 
But yeah, I, it, it does feel that, super weird. What do you guys think of that? Do you think that that's like a respectable response or do you think that that's just unhinged and rude? I think, I don't know. I think it's somewhere in the middle. I think it's definitely right. a kind of like, hey, go fuck yourself, but also right. kind of like, hey, like anybody can do this. Right. Like I, I can come into this club and do something like fucking disgusting and I'm still, I'm still a person. I'm still making this movie. Yeah. Like, I don't think that his action was to try and like portray anybody as like vile i think it's it's only it's it's intense for sure and you see a lot of dicks in that and and an ass a full-blown asshole at one point yeah yes you do you get to see someone fingering their own asshole that's like the best part man when he's just like it'd be a lot cooler if you fist me man yep that was not the best part for sure (laughs) Yeah, right. But not the worst part. Not the worst. No. No, 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 no. But I mean, no, it's a kick-ass movie. I, I also think, but I think along those lines, I think it's always good for a director, like, when they can, like, they know the subject work they're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You they know can, it, it intimately. Yeah, you can tell in, in the way that they're portraying it, like, oh, this is a guy who's been here. Yeah. And and so that, I, these, the, that, I felt that genuinely, like, okay, Gaspar, in a way, knows what it's like yeah in in these clubs and obviously he did i mean he was there so i i i think like if if anything he he may have even taken that criticism as like a note like yeah like they're 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 saying you're not portraying us right and he's like all right let me join you yeah exactly and 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 i and i'll take part of this you know right i just love how he responded with the art it wasn't like I'm going to change the whole movie now. He was like, you know what? I'm just going to put myself in it. I'm going to make a creative decision. And it's going to add a whole nother layer. Because now people get to be like, wait, what is this saying about Gaspar? Yeah. Like, is he jacking off to the audience? Is it how you were interpreting it, Nick? You know, and you, Joey, being like, you know, it's to like show that he's a part of of the group now that that, that everybody hates. I don't know how to interpret it. You know, like that's the thing is, is I think that with with people like David Lynch, people like Gaspar Noé, um, what's another great example of like a surreal director? Alejandro like, Jodorowsky. Dude, yep, great, yeah. great example. Um, the the masters just know what they're they're doing. Lars von Trier is a good example too, where it's like love it or hate them, or you know love them or hate them. They just know what they're doing, and yeah. like their their creative decisions, I don't think can be simply written off as like. He just wants to fuck with you to fuck with you. I think I think it I think that there is something behind it. And 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 that's like I think I love this story because Gaspar didn't come out and say like I'm sorry or didn't come out and say that's why the, that's why the movie is like had to be rewritten and that's why we had to put off releasing it. He was just like he came up with the solution of, you know what? Fuck it. I'm a monster too. And it doesn't matter at the end of the day. I'm just trying to make a story and these people are fucked up. And yes, they might belong to your community. I'm not saying everyone from your community is fucked up. I'm I'm just trying to show yeah. that people are depraved mm-hmm. and messed up and we can no. we can, and we can have a story in that yeah. context. He's yeah, not saying like gay people gross. Yeah. No. <laughs> that was not his intention. Right. Yeah. And I, I cuz I've never gotten that that vibe from No, him. no, no, no. Never. Definitely not. Yeah. And I'm not even trying to bring the a conversation that I I just admire artists who who don't necessarily give all the answers away. Yeah. They just further complicate their art and that's an answer in and of itself. And I okay. also think he's showing it in its dream. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like to the nth degree. <laughs> yeah, like this isn't a normal person. In, no. You know, there's a lot of money and power and 
yeah. you know, very bad, evil, vile things that mm-hmm. are happening in these places. Yeah. Right. Not gay sex. The, yeah. The, yeah. I mean, the man's, one of the man's favorite movies is Sallow. You know he's going to yeah. be mapping I love every that. single one of his movies based off of the suffering in that just, movie. Just that, there's just a video of him in the Criterion Closet pulling it off the shelf and like heavy breathing over it and just being I like, this, this is one of my favorite films. <laughs> I love it. Like, oh. Um, dude, first off, I love those videos and how nonchalant they are. They're, they're literally just like someone picked up their phone and recorded Paul Dano or whoever it is <laughs> going through the closet I'm and he's just like I really Bullet, love this Bill movie. Hader also picking Sallow off the shelf and being like what a yes. great movie oh my god Bill so Hader weird. so I don't know crazy what, how you get there it's almost well, like the I show am there, I am so. there like, <laughs> like I I could see you two doing that and be like oh I love this movie but just to show off because you know they're like only like 35 people in the world that have seen no. this movie. <laughs> 35 no. people in the world? Into the Criteria <laughs> Collection, true. Joe? It's like obviously millions. You're shitting on <laughs> it because yeah. you didn't like the shit in millions it. Millions is also stretching it. No, it's not. Do you guys know that the shit in Sallow was just chocolate and fruit cups? <laughs> oh, man. Amen. Do, we, do we know? <laughs> you need to eat it with Gustav. Manja, manja. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, my God. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick it off and say... I 100% recommend this movie. Right. I've seen it 11 times. It's one of my personal yeah. favorites. Yep. Skip the nine minute and 42 yep. second rape scene. Yes. And you can j- definitely do just that. be prepared. It's like watching two different movies. You've got yeah. like this intense, oh, deplorable, hyper violent 45 minutes. Then the most horrifying thing you've ever seen in your life. And then the rest of it is just like a, like an indie rom-com. And I love way, that juxtaposition yeah. so much. Yep. And I've never seen anything like it. And I still haven't seen anything. Like, I mean, I've seen movies try and it usually yeah. is pretty cringy. And like ends up being more comedic, like um, what was that Elijah Wood movie? Like I don't have a place. I don't feel like I belong here anymore, or something like that. Oh, I shoot. Um, I know what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking Sorry, about. Too. Yeah, Is I, it Elijah Wood? It's Elijah Wood. I don't, I don't feel at movie. home in this world anymore. Oh, that's okay. what I don't know what it is. Okay. No, I, yeah, okay. that is not what. It's I It's like was. a super like sad movie, like wow. about like this woman that just doesn't feel like it, like it like a person anymore Mm. she's like the whole thing is that she doesn't feel like she's like belongs on earth anymore and then it turns into like a hyper violent like shoot him out in the last 45 minutes and it's like i have seen this movie yeah yeah yeah. okay okay sorry i was like wait a minute that's weird i have seen it yeah i always see it done in like a goofy way like even like an adaptation like the total 180 that movie does this is this movie irreversible tells two completely polar opposite stories and ties them together with the most disgusting not imaginable, but yeah. still manages to make it like one of the best movies. I definitely recommend it. But yeah, skip skip that scene. It, it like it is it is some heavy 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 shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the cinematography, the the acting, the uh yeah, it, it's just so well written. It is a beautiful movie to watch. I definitely recommend it. Just yeah, like just skip the that that one scene and. I th- I think you'll love it. I think anyone who watches it, yeah. it's, it's new. It's it, like you will never watch a movie like this. It's true. It's very fresh in and, its way that it that it presents the story. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Crazy. For what me, I would heavily recommend it. Um, definitely agree with you guys. Uh, I don't think someone needs to to see the rape scene um, unless you are a stickler for a watching an entire movie before you give your review from like start to finish fully you then sure sit yeah. suffer through it or if you just want to see like 
And this is so. Oh, I don't love so, I don't love where he's yeah, going with so, this. So weird. You don't to have say. to say it. You don't have you know, to say well, it. <laughs> well, well, I'm saying it's like like it takes a certain level of like of an actor to be able to do something like that. And, yeah. And, and to create such a yeah. visceral image, and it and it also takes a director as crazy as No Way to be like thumbs up to that yeah. shit. So if you're down for that, then sure, suffer through it. But but, but it really, it's not going to be easy. It doesn't really help. The movie, I, yeah, because I've seen it with and without, right. and I think it's That's still the, the same thing. movie. Yeah, I just I feel more like, I agree. although I feel infinitely sadder in the second half of the movie than I do yes, when I watch right. it. When, well, I, I, mean, when I had watched it personally, like that's why I recommend this movie. Is that every single thing that happens in this movie is just so sexually driven, and what I mean by that is, um, I, I really do think that you know, I think that uh, Gaspar Noé. It's safe to say that he is an atheist. He says that a lot. He talks <laughs> a, lot on the of, box a lot about that. For Luxaturna. Yeah, it's on the box for Luxaturna. He's very open about this. And I think that a lot of his cinematography and a lot of his movies are are around like a sexual oh, tone, yeah. overtones. And I and I just I, I do admire his ability to create like create destruction from the thing that that makes his movie make sense if that yeah. makes sense it's like if, if you if you look at his movie i know i'm getting really far out there but, you're good but, you're good but if you look at it from like a freudian perspective and <laughs> oh boy. and what uh, the hell <laughs> and it's very it's you know you know freud made you know all the problems in the universe are are because of sex and i think that gaspar does kind of paint that picture okay in, in okay. this movie i can in, see in that. this movie i can see like that every problem in this movie whether it's the problem with 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 the ex and you know the the ex lovers you really the new lovers right, right? The i never rape, thought of it like that see the, i've seen it so many the, times the baby, the baby. um everything is like literally the, based around sex, sex the, the dad or... from i stand alone he has sex with his daughter literally every single yeah. thing in that movie is around sex it's a sex club it's sex workers yeah. everything around there is is about sex but i like that because that's the like I don't know if you were to dissect it, I feel like all of his character. I I, I don't want to go into it too yeah, much yeah, more yeah. because this is just general recommendations. I think that the movie just dovetails into itself so crazily, and I loved it. That's I'll cap it off with that. Watch it for yourself. Top That's notch. Great. It's a top yeah, notch great, movie. Great but with love comes marriage and then <laughs> comes a baby in the baby, baby carriage, carriage. Yes, when you're now talking about marriage, marriage story I, by noah bombach noah you're Bob. lucky this coffee's cold what, and you're doing this in your face right segue. now marriage story uh noah bombach movie original, original um, about hit. charlie barber and nicole barber a yeah. married couple who have a child charlie barber is a uh, director playwright and Nicole is his actress, is his, you know, muse almost. Yeah, and and she is a major reason why he's even gained success. But she is a, an act. She is an actress through and through. She grew up in a family um, in Hollywood who was in also in Hollywood. I'm butchering that, but <laughs> you're good. Anyway, he's just so excited. She to grew talk up. She grew, yeah, I am. <laughs> She grew up in Hollywood, always doing movies. She she had some success in movies, but gave that up to be with her husband in New York and doing plays. And uh, really, that's not that. It, it's really just a movie about this couple who is in the arts. Uh, one actress, one a director, who um, are very intelligent. They do love each other, um, but they are going through a 
a divorce. And uh, I, I wouldn't even, like, like it does get bad sometimes, but it's not even, like, a nasty divorce. It is, it is, like, there, there are, like, moments, like, in the fight where he's like, I want to kill you. Like, I, I like, I want to just choke yeah. you. Yeah. But he, it's like, they, they do a pretty good job of keeping the kid out of it. Me, me and Matt uh, just talked about that, and I felt like that yeah. was a good, a good part. Like it, it could be worse. Like their divorces are worse, and I, I think right. that's almost why I maybe liked this movie so much is because it was such a simple story, and then even the ending where it's just like, if they were able to communicate, uh, you know, all of the, their problems would be gone. Like they truly love each other, they mm. really care, and I think Noah Baumbach does such a good job. This is like. This is just getting me prepared because Noah Baumbach has another Adam Driver movie coming out. Like, does he really? Yeah, like, like it's uh, going to New York Film Festival. It, that's where it's opening, and then it should be. Is that the one where he's like a teacher or something? Yeah, like of like Hitler studies. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I do. But but it's, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, Noah yeah. Baumbach Adam Driver movie, which this is as well. And Noah Baumbach and Adam Driver have a history. There's lots of movies that there. Lots of movies. And lots of movies to come, probably too. Yeah, I mean, they, they really are, like, it's almost, I would say, uh, arguably, Adam Driver's, like, best director, you know, the guy that's yeah, really, sure, yeah, right. you have Francis Uses Hall, really while well. we're young, yeah, yeah. Um, great movie, but this is about Mary's story, um, I think it is beautifully done, beautifully shot, Noah Baumbach, I love him, I love his writing, he's, uh, he has such a, a talent at getting real, like, like, authentic, um, acting. Would you say of, his style is grounded because he's able to get these 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 performances out of his actors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I think that's definitely. I guess ground is the way to say it. Yeah, yeah. He he's definitely grounded. He's uh, um, got a. I feel like a lot to say like about certain situations, and he does it in such a subtle way. Like it, he, you know, he, he'll bring you know, simple things that Adam Driver will do. Or simple things that you know Scarlett Johansson and and it comes off so authentic and you're like whoa that yeah, that's, that's that, happened and it, you feel the true. real awkwardness and you feel the real shame and like wait like there's this scene where he like does like this trick where he's supposed to like fake make it look like he fake cuts himself and he literally he slits his like wrist and it. it's like you feel so much like embarrassment and like shame for him like you're right. so sad that he did this seriously. And yeah, yeah, I think I agree. I, know, they, I, I think it's a great movie. I love. I'm also. I love Noah Baumbach. I love. And Adam you Driver. love Adam Driver. I love Adam good, Driver. I mean, it, it's it's a good take. I do agree with you. Noah Baumbach has this way of getting a very real sense. Or, yeah. or what I mean by by real sense is that his his actors feel like they live in that world. Uh, yeah. Like I I I've 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 heard Noah Baumbach compared to like Woody Allen. And, without and, the without the assault, right? Yeah. Because that we know be, of. Because right that. Oh gosh. Because that. I love Noah Baumbach. Don't do that to me. Right. <laughs> but like all of Noah Baumbach's movies are some way like attached to New York, and he makes movies yeah. about New Yorkers in a way, like like almost every single time, at least the grounded ones. And I feel like he's gonna keep doing that. That's just his style of, of making movies, and yeah. like, and I feel like he probably does take a lot of notes from Woody Allen because Woody Allen. Oh, he did, definitely did, does. did the same exact. And shit. Wes Anderson, he worked on a lot of stuff with Wes Anderson. That's how he started. Right, right. And so you, you have a lot of and that that's, too. That's that's in a great color. start. So it's yeah. I think that you know it's it's cool that. He's walking that fine line of not too 
like I don't want to say surreal, but quirky. I get may, might might be the way because he, he doesn't commit to like a quirky style, kind of like a Wes Anderson. But yeah. he's not like a true gritty, yeah, down to earth style. Like either. a Woody Allen. Well, well, Woody Allen's a little bit more theatrical. I'm thinking more like, you know, Gaspar might be true. Here's our correlation gritty. coming in. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Have you guys but, ever seen Squid and the Whale? Yeah, I've not seen Squid and the Whale. So no. Squid, Squid and the Whale is like a very similar movie. It's about a family going through a divorce, but it's like from the children's perspective. perspective. Yeah. Jesse Eisenberg is in it, and another kid. I forget his name. Man, I forget the other. Kid. Another reason for me to avoid. <laughs> Dude, I'm the same way. Jesse Eisenberg is. Mm, he can be so good. I I think. I mean, The Art of Self Defense is arguably like one of the best movies. I love The Art of Self Defense. I liked it too. I thought yeah. I thought it was a great movie, but like Jesse Eisenberg. I don't know. I, I do, I'm, I'm just not convinced. With the houses? Uh, Ver... Vive, Vivarian or Vivarian. something? That Vivarian. wasn't bad. I thought it was good. I didn't see it. Molly Molly watched it and said it was all right. I thought it was pretty okay. It was fun. It was just a fun, like, whoa. When but, he yeah. cameoed in Zack Snyder's four-hour Justice League cut, cinema, one might call it. Oh, yeah. baby. Unstoppable. Oh, baby. I, I don't... You still haven't seen the Snyder cut? No. Oh, what are you doing? God. Because we, we I can't... Watch that you, one, like, one that, you're podcast. literally going to have to make it. It's going to have to go on this it's podcast. It's so because good. I cannot convince myself to watch a longer version of a movie I already hate so Listen, much. listen, listen, Dude. listen. And I know... You guys have told me, oh, it's so much better. I've seen... I own it on, on, on 4K. Like, it <laughs> is so... It, it's it upsets good. me how good it is. Yeah. Like, every... It like, will upset me if it's good. <laughs> it's I'm so like, good. The slow-mo shots are worth it alone. It'll just make me so mad at, like... Ezra Miller jumping into the, t- to the time force. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. That moment is... Epic. Get out of here. That moment is so fucking dog shit. That's like, the worst part of the movie. Nah, man. I love it's it. It's bad enough I have to look at Ezra Miller, but like Personally, that whole I, bit is so I, fucking awful. I love the the uh Snyder stuff. Yeah. I've 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 always been behind Zack Snyder in terms of when whenever he makes a good project. I don't like he's everything he makes, but I like his style and I like yeah. his vision. I like when he's think, when he's not held back. Yes, and I think that with Justice League, if the studio did not bitch slap him when he had a death in the family or something like that and handed the project over to their direct competitors, I, I, I think that they would have been so much better off and people would have seen the vision for what he was trying to do with, with the Justice League and we would have been in a different place today. But whatever. With you yeah. know, Now we have the Snyder Cut and it's like an epic four-hour long movie and I right. love how something like that can we be We could do like a whole episode now. just on that. That could be the shot and the chaser. Seriously, <laughs> because it's so long. But I will so watch it. I'll I, watch it again. Like I literally think we should all watch it. We should like. Dude, I would love to get it on the big screen. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like on the projector. Like, the week blasting. we do it, we all need to watch it together. I would not and, say no to that. You know, you blasting know, it through the speakers. Seriously, man, it yeah. would be so Maybe so we, epic. We order pizza or something like that. I agree. Yeah. All right, we do agree. What we do. We said it now. It's it's recorded. It's on. It's on, it's file. on the airwaves. So yeah. now you can't get out we, of it. We, yeah, you have to do it now. Speaking of things I couldn't Too get bad. out of, I had to sit through Marriage Story, yeah. and I'm mad. I'm mad, Joey. I don't Joey. know why. I'll tell you why. God damn it! You're <laughs> because mad. I so I watched it not last night but the night before, um, and. I had never seen it. Like I said, I didn't watch it when it came out because it came out like I looked at it. It was literally the month before Molly and I got married. We're already engaged. Like we are yeah. three weeks away from getting married. Not a great movie. To no, watch absolutely not. not. And then like all I saw was the memes of Adam Driver punching the wall, and I was like, "This looks pretty whatever." And 
as I've said on this podcast before, I don't love Adam Driver. Oh, I think he's really good in Black Klansman, and that's pretty much it. That's so crazy to think. Dang. And, and I so, do love that, that movie. movie. It's a great movie. movie. That yeah. movie is amazing. That movie is very good. So, But he he's not the reason it's good. He's not, but it's, he's like, he doesn't <laughs> deter from the movie. Yeah. Does, yeah, definitely, yeah, doesn't, definitely doesn't deter yeah. from it, though. But that's, like, that's a good point. He's arguably like the weakest point. He's just, <laughs> he's just like the white face we threw in there. Just... He did his job, yeah. <laughs> but the, but like the whole movie, I I'm trying to find someone to root for, or so, be able to like logistically rationalize something that's happening in this movie, and all I'm seeing is two people continue to make the dumbest mis- the dumbest decisions, and then yeah. be really shitty to each other about the dumb yeah. decision. I, yeah, and I get that. and. I am not a child of divorce. My parents have never right. gotten divorced. And so uh, there is definitely an aspect of this that I'm definitely missing. I'm yeah. a huge proponent of divorce. I'm married. I'm very happily married. But right. like, if someone's like, Leave getting divorced, I'm like, do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, go for go it. Go for it. If that's what you want, yeah. what the fuck? Why are yeah, you waiting on? I agree. I don't think it's something to be shamed. Uh, no. But in like, and also at the end of the day, if you're in that spot and you're, you've been thinking about it to the point where you've come to the conclusion where there is no other option we just need to separate then yeah. then you just need to man up and make that decision and do it yeah one of you one of you has to make the decision call you, yeah you call the spade just, a spade exactly yeah. you, you you can't just hover in this space and be like there's so many problems but they would all go away if we just separate then do it do it then. and also like the whole movie's like dude just talk just have a yeah. that fucking too. conversation that too and if i get the movie's constantly it, being like we have talked. And it's like, have you? Because literally you? every scene of this movie is one is like either Scarlett Johansson or Adam Driver being like, hey, let's have a conversation. And it not yeah. landing for some reason. And it's like, dude, literally all you have to do, just put those defenses down for five fucking minutes. Yeah. Talk to each other like people, not just as your spouse. Just talk to each other like right. dignified human beings. And you'll probably still get divorced, but it'll probably be way cleaner than what you're turning right. it into. Right. Now, like, I, I just have a quick question for yeah. you. So... Later on in the movie, like, okay, so, like, earlier in the movie, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen this movie, we're going to be talking about this movie It's on Netflix. Yeah, just watch it. It's great. Um, But early on in the movie, uh, both characters, Scarlett Johansson and um, Adam Driver, they want to talk through things without a lawyer. Yeah. They're trying to handle this as best as they humanly can. Um, and then later on in the movie, they have another conversation where it's just them without the lawyers, but everything goes awry and, and, and they start kind of yelling at each other and all that stuff. And I think it's at a part, like the Halloween party or something like that. No, no. It's like the the Halloween party is like later on. It's like towards the, cause there's two, there's one at the very end and then there's one like that's maybe it's on the phone. I think. No, it's, it's, I know where they were fighting. Yeah. That's the, it's the the big fight. It's the the meme. It's the meme. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, but, but like the the reason why I'm bringing this up is like do you think that um there was something going on outside of their ability to communicate that was like making them not communicate because because that's kind of the vibe i got i, I don't know if, if you saw it like that s- or if it was like the entire problem solely rests on this couple's ability to talk through stuff i think and this is probably going to be my hot take of the evening sure scarlett johansson gaslights adam driver so hard throughout this whole entire movie there i said it 
They literally were like, let's go ahead and do this without lawyers. So what's the, what does she do? She goes to a different city, takes their kid so that she can get and gets a lawyer, which fucks everything up. In this time, she gets, she goes out, she parties, she hooks up. She like only lets, uh, she lets the one guy who I think is the guy she's dating at the end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, she's like, I don't think so. I think it's I recognize the actor that she hooked up with. Yeah, in the car. And, uh, yeah, in the car, and it wasn't the same. Okay, guy. okay. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. yeah. Right, regardless. Right, right. Yeah. Regardless. She totally hooks. Up, she quote unquote hooks up with this guy, and when he's like clearly getting upset because he just wins this grant, which he loses all the money to, his yeah. play gets driven into the ground because of the lawyer expenses that she is she's brought up. And when he brings up how frustrating this is, she's just like, I don't know what to tell you. Talk to the lawyer, and it's like. What the hell or why? What the hell, what in the hell why? I think they right. both had like Oh no they do. They definitely do. I don't want to I I think that she gaslights him and I think that he doesn't communicate well enough like hey, this is not a thing that I can't afford. We yeah. need to have a conversation because there's no way this is going to work out. I'm and he, at the beginning he's even like you can take whatever you need. I don't really need anything. I totally understand like you do what you must do. What you do what you need to do and I'll support and we'll we'll be amicable friends. And like even like even when they have that big fight, there's a part where like he go with he steps away from her and she's like, You're acting just like your father and he's like, Don't compare me to him and she's like, I'm not comparing you to him, I'm just saying you're acting like him and it's like you fucking moron. That is literally comparing. Yeah. You are a gaslighting piece of shit. You shouldn't have gotten the divorce lawyer, and he should have been more focused on their marriage, and they should have discussed that. I think right. she should have gotten the divorce lawyer. You crack addict. Because not only do I love seeing Laura Dern on the screen, but I also love, uh, I love that, like, because you, you could tell that she wasn't able to talk to Adam Driver. Yeah. She, she what, uh, any real feeling she had towards Adam Driver, she couldn't ever say to his face. She she always kind of had to go through the, the lawyer yeah. to, to communicate it. And honestly, like, it didn't make sense for her to be in New York. In my opinion. No, it, do- I, it definitely doesn't. Her it, family is in L.A. Like Joey, I just want to interject. Her kid is in L.A. You're a crack addict. I am not a crack addict. No. Give what? me a high five. Come on. Bump it. There no. it is. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. No. I literally thought Nick was like, talk to the hand. And I was like, no, no we're on the same I know, team. No, I was like, yeah. I was giving you the high five gesture. Like, like, personally, personally is, is my, my take on this whole, like, which side are you on? I'm on neither side, I'm, to be honest. Personally, I'm on, like, I, I feel for both of them. Yes. Personally, yeah. because I see Adam Driver's work, and I see him providing for his family, and I do see this dude who believes that his wife is, like, fully on his side. Yes, they both have shortcomings, and yes, they both do some shitty things yeah. that they could work on if one of them had the guts to just talk about it. Now, talking about Scarlett Johansson's character, I feel for her too because she's now realizing, oh man, I didn't get to explore as many Life avenues. Me by. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that she has every opportunity to explore those options. I think that her husband is maybe coming across as someone who's like competing with her and that's why she doesn't want to, you know, cause a division between them and she gets like pushed to the wayside, especially whenever they have a baby. Because, like, the kid doesn't cause the separation. No, but, but, no. But I think that them having a kid pushed them having a conversation about their work further and further and further away until it became this overwhelming problem that Scarlett Johansson felt like she couldn't solve on her own, which is a very dangerous place to be in, I think, in a relationship where you're supposed to have complete open honesty with your partner. Yeah. And I think that... 
I think that's why all three of us are saying they could have just had an easy twenty minute conversation. Yeah. If someone just had the guts I mean, but they, to say how they felt. He was sleeping on the couch before they got a divorce. Like he was already on the couch. He was sleeping with other women. He was slept with. He it. slept with yes. one other woman one yes, time that, mean, we but, that we know of. That we know. That we know. That's and the thing is is that, is that both of them do some some shitty stuff as as we which they reflect. Do, that's the thing is like I think, I think yeah that, I think that, the that movie their time to talk them. was almost over. I, I think they needed to, I but, think they should have gotten a it, divorce honestly. Oh no 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 no, no. I agree. Over. They yeah. should have gotten a divorce, but I think that they handled the divorce like they turned yeah. it into a battle. She she fires the first shot with the lawyer and right. bankrupts him. And at the end of the day, she gets when the movie comes to a conclusion, she is left with the big house, the Emmy nominations, the young new boyfriend, and what does he have? He's working at a fucking college, and he was just about to go to Broadway. I would legitimately launch myself off a fucking building if well, that that's, happened to that's me. How, that's how it happened. But because, it's all because, because one of the he lawyers needed them to stay in New York. He wasn't willing to give that up. Yeah, he couldn't. True. He's going to Broadway. Yeah, it's true. His lifelong dream is right there, and all she needs to do is put it on the back burner, which is not fair well, to Broadway ask of her. Was, also wasn't forever. Yeah, You're right. But it's true, though. And that's the other thing. It's, temp- it's, it's not... It's not fair to ask of her to do that. Of course like, it's I, not. I just wanted to say that because it's like we want her to do this and we think it's so easy. Yeah. But I think that that's the whole thing about this movie is that Noah Baumbach does a masterful job at painting both characters yeah. in a way where you can connect to both of them. And you're like, man, why do you got to separate? I don't think he why? wants you to like either one of them. Well, I, I don't think, think so he either. feel bad for both of them. Yes, I think, I think he wants us to feel bad for the separation. It's like why did it have to end like this? Yeah. Because uh, like one of one of my favorite scenes is when, um, like well like 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 it very yeah. hurts like it hurts a lot. But whenever um, they are upstairs and I think um, the what what was it I think at the mom's house it was it was yeah it was like one of the very last scenes when he finds he, the letter from the beginning of the movie yeah that yeah, yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like you know he walks into her mom's house and she's like what are you doing here and then he's like. I'm I'm staying here, and then she's like, oh, and then just like it's almost like she because he moved to California at the end of it. Yeah, that yeah. that that was the whole thing. So it's like, I feel like in that moment, Scarlett Johansson thought, dang, what if I just waited a little bit longer and he would have moved out to California to support my my dreams? No, I think she's I, like I this is what it took. Oh sure, sure, right? Maybe, maybe that's, that's how, how she I got. It. Like, I took, I took it as Adam like. Driver was not. I'm I just saying it. that if I moved out, if I like was willing to fix my, trying to fix my marriage, and I moved out to California, a state I don't want to move to, and the first thing that I see my wife do is dress up like a beetle. I'm moving back to New York. Go fuck yourself, you Beatles-loving idiot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah get out of here, John Lennon. As soon as they were like, we're dressed as the Beatles, I would have been like, I'm going home, you fucking nerd. I'm not Bro, doing this. Also, that hurts so much whenever he was like. I got uh, you a Frankenstein costume, and it's and it's handmade. And then and then and then the kid's like, I'm going as a as a store bought ninja because yeah. it's more expensive. And he's like, Well, technically, it's more expensive because of the handmade materials and the time she put into making yeah. the costume. Yeah. And I was like, Dang, I do feel that. I mean, I think it's you know Adam Driver's character is it it comes across as so real and so complex that he's getting like mad at this it, like the mixture of mad and yet he wants his kid to have this memorable moment with him and to dress together and i just love how how, he's a how control like, freak. all the little moments I, are are handled so yeah. well i think in that movie i, I like felt that. like that was showing the kid as like he's now an LA kid 
Like, right. oh, now right. he's like, oh, it's more expensive, so it's better. Yeah, which I is very that, L.A. Yeah, I feel like it was, like, the right. difference. And he, he kind of hate because the character Adam Driver's playing would hate that statement. Right. And you can tell he hates that statement. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, I, I think that, yeah, at the end of it, I think it's a great movie. I'm just going to kick it off um, personally and say yeah. that I, I would recommend this movie pretty much to anyone. I mean, it it is a hard uh, watch, or it can be. Personally, I, I am on the flip side of Nick and Joey. I came from a family who, who is divorced. And in a way, I, you know, I, I like... I think that this movie shows at least a modern divorce. So many divorces happen nowadays that I think more than more often than not, or at least I'd like to hope that the divorces end like this, where the the husband and the wife get like almost an even split and the kid gets equal time with with both parents. I had um, only every other weekend with my dad. And my dad had a fight to spend more time with us. Right. And it was very difficult, I think, for him to spend time with us. Um, so that's just kind of a bummer, like, looking back at that whole time uh, timeline in, in my own life. But I thought it, I thought it was handled well. I, I think it's always a pleasure to um, listen in a movie to Noah Baumbach's screenplay or mm. writing. It's just great. Um, he does a great job with it. I'm excited for future projects with him and Adam Driver in it. Um, I loved it. I, you know, I would I'd be excited to hear if you guys had any thoughts on it. So, um, Nick, what would you say? My final thoughts are: this is objectively a really well made movie. Um, it looks phenomenal. Every performance is so unbelievably good and so powerful. If you want to see a, if you want to see a movie that doesn't look as good, but has much more rewatchability. Just watch Judd Apatow's This Is 40. Yeah, right. <laughs> like it's I'd much yeah. rather watch that This Is 40. I thought was a much better portrayal of marriages of a marriage falling apart than than not not even better portrayal. Just a more easy to watch portrayal. Right, like sure. marriage story is just like this is so hard. Like yeah. and you know that there are steps that could be taken to make things easier it's and nobody does. Too authentic. It's like yes. yeah. it's like it makes you uncomfortable. You it made me so, I like got in bed. I like got it. Molly Molly walked out about an hour in. She's like, I'm done. Like I'm not. I'm not watching this. And I was like, I got you. Oh, I no. I have to. So, and I remember like she went to bed and I got in bed and just like laid down. And I was like, I'm a fucking terrible husband. And then that's all I think about now on a daily basis. So thank you oh, for that, dude. Noah Baumbach. Can't wait <laughs> oh, for your Hitler movie to come out. <laughs> oh, no. oh no, yeah, no, you're you're right. Uh, He's remaking Salo. Uh, oh. But oh. it's but with a Noah Baumbach flair. <laughs> It's set in New York and it's quirky. <laughs> it's set in New York and it's quirky. <laughs> manja, manja, manja. <laughs> Ew. Oh, it's so awkward. <laughs> I would okay. honest. I give it a six out of ten. Like yeah. I, I think it's a. Good, I agree with that. I think it's a good movie. I oh, I give it a it's, solid eight. It's Seven, not for. Maybe. It's just not for me. Yeah, I love it. I definitely recommend. Yeah, it. so Joey, yeah. you would, you would recommend it. Do, I, do you I have anything to add? What What do you think? No, I I think it's like a a great Noah Baumbach movie, and uh, it's also one of the darker of Noah Baumbach. So if you're like, wow, this movie is a little too deep and hits a little too home. Um, I, all of his other movies are not like this. I it's feel like they're, I would it, do not let this sway you in Noah Baumbach. 
he has so many great movies. It's man. true. It's true. Yeah. I but mean, I mean, his movies are like super watchable. Yeah. You can throw them on in almost this any is, circumstance. They're great, almost like the most movies. Unrewatchable, or uh, I don't know if that's the right word. But in, <laughs> unrewatchable, unrewatchable. <laughs> has can, no rewatch value. Yeah, or... <laughs> has no rewatch about value. It, yeah, it is. But it's still, I've seen it multiple, multiple times. Oh, so my I God. I've rewatched it and I Masochist. Love it. Yeah. I, lo- I, I don't, I mean, I don't think that, it's, it, it's that, that, that it doesn't have rewatch value. I think that it's just a very intense movie. I mean, and, and you know, it's if more one. More rewatchable than the first three movies in the shop. Oh, come on. Watched. What are you talking about? Irreversible. Irre- no, irreversible. I've seen it 11 times. Every time, is, every mean, time that movie starts up, I'm just like, "Oh baby, here we go again." <laughs> but it's like, it's like the best. Here we go again. Even though, mm-hmm. even though I know I'm about to watch something messed up, I'm like, "Yeah, here we go again." But it's I, the best. I probably even said that when we started Marriage Story. Like I was excited. See, I don't know I why. Like, it just oh. doesn't strike that 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 same like. Yes, we're definitely watching this. This is amazing. Like I'm, I'm just like, sure I'm like, I was this, like this is that. gonna be serviceable. Do you remember? I was like, dude. We have, I forget what we have, but I was like, we have dinner, like, at, like we get to watch this movie, like, I know we're watching Marriage Story, I cannot wait, like, this is going to be such a good night. Man, that sounds like, that sounds like such a, that sounds like my bachelor party, <laughs> when we went to go see Parasite, and it was sold out, so we saw Honey Boy, and it was yeah, just it like, was just oh, this sucks, hour. like, this yeah. is way, that was this, crazy. Is, this is not, <laughs> this is not pumping up the dude, party. can we just say, we have to watch Parasite, because I, do I, we? dude, I want to so badly, because... I, Everyone loves it. For some reason, despise it. I'm with I Matt. It's a, it is why. the okayest movie I've ever seen. I think it is seen. so okay, and that's so sad because Snowpiercer is so much better. Like yeah. personally, just because Snowpiercer. But then again, I don't know. I like I like darker stuff. Great. I thought I thought Snowpiercer was just more on the darker side. I thought it was a fun action movie. Parasite I thought was going to be this like crazy bleak thriller, and then it was like not that i just <laughs> thought it was just okay i mean yeah it was kind of disturbing but i just i don't know i, I just need the movies to be more more disturbing if, if if there are listeners who who really like parasite i'm sorry i mean the the director he's he's a great director i think that the movie i think he's just could arguably look great but uh yeah does. just did not like them i think he's doing one with robert pattinson actually right now oh for i think real? i think so i think it's bong joon ho that's doing a new movie with with pattinson it's called like Mickey Seven or something like that. Now I will be honest. I'm down to watch anything from Bong Joon. No, same because he's great. I just I'm putting my line in the sand right now. I can't watch another Adam Driver this movie this year. I can't watch another Adam Driver movie this year. Okay, okay, we got you. We we definitely got you. Everyone's got the. Those people, if you guys made me watch like three Sandra Bullock movies, I'd be like, we have to stop. We're watching Miss Congeniality 1. We're watching Miss Congeniality 2. And then we're watching Gravity. Oh. No. Can we watch Speed instead? Ah, oh, that's a good movie. At least we. Get I like Keanu the first Miss Congeniality. I didn't really I don't, like anything. I've never any. seen it. It's fun. It's not like good. It's not like an outstanding movie. It's got like that like kind of same like Mean Girls humor. Oh, okay, sure. It's, it's goofy. Sure. It's fun. It's enjoyable. Dude, Sandra mean, Bullock is not like the best um, part of the movie. Or a anything. Mean Girls movie that's similar to Mean Girls that I absolutely adore for some reason what? is Clueless. I don't that's know a great why. movie. I love that's that a great movie. movie. Paul Rudd is phenomenal in that movie. We should watch it sometime. That movie is Dude, so funny well, and it is so I've horrible. never seen it. Well, this week, oh my God, yes. this week we got we actually got a recommendation Ooh. from a friend of the pod. Yes, um, Willow. Willow yes. and Chad. Thank Willow you so much. What is the name of this movie? 
So this movie is called Sleep, and I honestly don't know anything about it. And we want to keep it that way. Yeah, and we kind of want to keep it that way. I mean, we we will know things later on, and we would love to dissect the plot once we watch it with you guys on the podcast. But we think it'd be so fun uh, to just leave it in the unknown because it's very rare that, that Joey, myself, and Nick have not heard about a movie and we are choosing to watch it. Like yeah. it's very rare. So yeah. so we're taking Willow's recommendation as is, and we will keep that in the future if one of you guys recommends it. You know, if you're ever so kind to think of us and you want to shoot out a recommendation, you're like, you know what, we think that the guys would like this movie, whether it's a chaser or a shot, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Shoot it our way. Shoot it our we way. Would love we're always to down watch to watch whatever. movies. Yeah, we're down to watch whatever. Especially if one of our um, one of our listeners uh, recommends it for us. So yeah, yeah we're, absolutely. We're watching Sleep. That's going to be our shot movie. She says it's super mega disturbing and it's very Lynchian. Yeah, oh, even it's, oh, not, yeah. it's not made by David Lynch, and he's my fave, so I'm super we stoked to watch a David Lynch movie. I mean, it's only episode five. Kind of, it's yeah. only episode five. <laughs> but like, baby. still, to have like we the, will. the we biggest will. David Lynch fans I know. Don't worry, we will. <laughs> and then yeah, the, I know, I know, we will. The chaser <laughs> yeah. of next week's podcast would yeah. will be. The wonderful stop motion movie, <laughs> Coraline. Yeah, we'll we'll find a correlation in there we somehow. We will find a correlation. I think that they're both related to drumroll sleep. sleep. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna laugh my ass off when when sleep has absolutely nothing to do. I'm with I'm gonna sleep. laugh my ass off when that when that talking really, cat walks across really the screen. <laughs> yeah. I love when they had the buttons over their eyes. I just I was I was terrified. I love Spider Mommy. <laughs> I'm actually pretty stoked to watch it. It's been a minute. Um, I'm yeah, it's, it's been a minute. It, so I'm excited. Colorful animated movie, and we're yeah. stoked to talk about it with you guys. But thank you so much for joining us this week on The Shot. I'm Matt. I'm Nick. And I'm Joey. And, and this was The Chaser. I don't know what you did there. <laughs> there it is. I just outshot <laughs> us. It worked. Oh, you're like The Shot. I'm Matt. <laughs> oh, this is The Shot. I never yeah, said The Chaser. never said The Chaser. Well, Leave this it. is the shot and the chaser. <laughs> Find us on on Instagram, Spotify, Twitter, fucking effedupmovies.com forums. We'll be there. Amen. <laughs> Find but us there. We will see you guys next week. Thank you so much.